Alright guys, we're back with the Bozo Buzz episode 7! I love it! It's going good so far. I just finally hit uh, 1,000 plays on my podcast. So, celebrate good times, come on! Um, so I was listening to this new podcast, uh, Jumpers Jump. I seen the guys, they're like, um, I, don't, I don't know if they're Chinese or Japanese or whatever, but they're, they're of Asian descent. And they, they both feed off each other very, very well. Very well. The way they compliment each other when they're like having a big conversation, they disagree. They constantly talk about like theories, whether it's a conspiracy theory, a dirty theory, a dark theory, a funny theory. They always do theories like Disney parks and stuff like that. Um, and when I listen to podcasts like that, I realize just how out of the ordinary my podcast is. And not in a good way. Like, I'm surprised people even listen to this. Because, like, this... After... I legit binged three hours worth of podcasts yesterday from, from these guys. Because I found them yesterday. Three hours worth. And... Like, I, I'm, I'm on with mine by myself. I don't have another person on the podcast. And this is just it. Just me talking about nothing like it's just it actually like hurts your ego like wow so I'm actually thankful for the people that actually listen cool hope it make you guys laugh and joke and all that stuff um I actually left work early today cause I always tell Melissa like we get like two spots of traffic that could happen on our commute to work and she leaves like five minutes before me but if there's usually a spot or something that also like traffic is stopped like for like a consecutive minute then like she always has to call me and say like hey this is out of the ordinary not normal traffic something's going on and that happened this morning i was waiting to leave at like eight o'clock and all of a sudden like 10 to 8 melissa called me i was like you might want to leave because we are at a dead stop on the turnpike and i was like great but traffic clears up sometimes so fast here i left and i'm five minutes behind melissa I left and I must have got the back part of the traffic already being cleared up because we're we're moving fine. No traffic. Everything was Gucci. But I was actually a hero yesterday. I was talking to my dad on the phone and we're talking about union stuff. And I was passing a tractor trailer, like a flatbed, and I looked down and remember how on my last podcast the guy had a freaking blown tire and I was trying to tell him and he wasn't even looking down at me. So... I'm in another truck, so I'm, I'm the same height as this guy. So I noticed his one uh, his one rear trailer tire was flat. And, like, when these trailer tires go flat, they don't get flat and smushed down to the ground because there's dual, like, dual tires. So the other tire takes the weight of it. So that flat tire just keeps spinning. But what happens is the rim is spinning faster than the tire just a tiny bit. And if you go long enough, that tire will either blow apart or heat up and cause a fire. So, like, that's why, like, you could drive on a flat tire for, I don't know, 100 miles before even realizing that, that it's flat. I pulled into places before and realized my tire's flat, and I don't know how long it's, it's been flat for. So, it, it, it doesn't mean that there's it's shredded all over the place. Usually those blown-out tires they see on the highway that there's pieces all over, you hit it with your car, it sounds like it made, did, like, major damage. Those are due to heat. Like, you're, you're driving, your tires maybe has too much tire pressure, air pressure in there and just spit in it just gets heated up and then blows. Boom! I've had blowouts before too. 
and they 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 scare you because you're not ready for it. There was one time me and my buddy Dan we were headed to New York City and we were following each other in our trucks. We had our CBs going and stuff, and this was probably like I don't know, three thirty in the morning. It was on a Friday, and it was still dark out. The sun wasn't even coming up yet, and we're just both going chatting on the CBs. And also I heard. It's like a firework went off, and you could feel the trembling in your steering wheel of your truck. Like, oh, it's me! And and I grabbed the radio. I was like, "What's going on back there?" And he's like, "He goes, you just blew a tire." He goes, "I'm back here swerving all your tire parts. They're flying off." And I was like, "Holy crap!" So I ended up like getting over on the shoulder. Parts were flying. He was hitting his flashers, slowing down. And I just knew right then and there my Friday was completely shot. Because now you got to wait for road service. And road service, when they come out for a tractor trailer, they take like freaking three hours to even remotely show up. I've had a blowout in New York City and had to wait for a road service. And I, I wouldn't know. I was there for seven, eight hours. Wild. But it is what it is. I have a couple things that I wanted to touch base on quick. Not quick. My, my, my normal shebang. Um, if you guys have Netflix... You need to watch Keep Sweet and Obey. Keep Sweet and Obey? Keep Sweet and Pray? No, Keep Sweet and Obey. It's about the the, uh, the Mormons, the FLDS, uh, fundamental something, disabilities. So, nah, I don't know what it is. It's FLDS, they're Mormons, and you got to watch. It's only four episodes. I think they're an hour long. Mind-blowing that this guy got away with this cult. And the fact that he's in jail still to this day and Mormonism is still a thing that's wild it's like they're a cult they're in a small community with huge walls they try to visit their leader in prison because he raped he raped underage girls and somehow he's still a prophet like he has these people so brainwashed guys I'm telling you you have Netflix watch the FLDS keep sweet and obey I think that that's what the series is called like, I actually, like, they're child traffickers. Seriously. And they raided the one compound in, like, 2008. And they, they were able to take out 413 children. But then they had no plan what to do with them because they were ripping them from the parents who were part of this cult, too. So then after, like, a week or two weeks, they didn't know what to do. So they actually released the children back to the parents. Like, wild. Very, very Wild. Um, and like the one, the one lady was talking about it and she goes, yeah, she goes, it's actually weird. She goes, the one time he was talking to me, I swore he had like snake eyes. It's like, whoa, snake eyes. Like, could you be possessed and demonic? Cause this guy, what Warren Jeff, I think his name was wild. Yep. Getting over buddy. Wow, they're all piling the express lane, and I know they do not want that express lane. Yeah, she's the dumbest she looks. But I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It is a wild, wild series. Um, hang on, let me. Uh, I actually had a little spat. I had a little spat with one of my teamster brothers at work but there's something new about me especially with being in, in the union I don't take crap from anybody now and it, not that it's getting worse it's just that I was a company pushover like I really was if, if I called somebody 
if I called my dispatch for any other non-union job that I used to have trucking and I said, hey, you know, I have a pallet here. They didn't order a lift gate. They don't have a forklift, so we can't get the pallet off. That other company would be like, oh, well, Sam, can you, uh, can you just break down the pallet and just carry the boxes into the warehouse? Can you do that? I'd be like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, I could do that. Like, why would I freaking do that? Like, blow out my back for no reason. And nobody cares about you. I'd be like wrestling 100-pound crap just so I would get like a high five from management while they're sitting at their comfy desks in the office. Why was I blowing my back out? For what? I don't know. It just makes me realize like a lot of stuff how it's such a company pushover. Whereas now, now, I'm not a pushover now. I'll just like clap back or I'll say for my safety, no. And what's good about the union is... What's going on up there? What's good about the union is that they can't retaliate and companies are huge on retaliating. That's why a lot of people are fearful of not doing something management wants. And that's also why management or companies hate the union so bad because they can't get even with the workers. It's I'm telling you, this whole union thing is a huge eye-opener for me. So, like back in the day, you could, you could say, hey... I don't know who put this on my trailer. There's no lift gate. It obviously needs a lift gate if it's going to a freaking house. I don't know, blah, blah. And and and, and they'd be like, all right, Sam, you don't want to deliver it. Bring it back then. And they'd get all snippy with you and you'd be like, okay. You'd bring it back the next day. You wouldn't be on your normal route. And you're like, why? Because they sent out that same freight with somebody else on your route. Like that's retaliation. And then you're like, why am I not on, on my route today? Oh, we had a dispatch it a little earlier. You know, so-and-so took it. Okay, like that's company retaliation. Well, unions kind of prevent that, kind of stop that. That management can't retaliate just because you're trying to take care of your own body and live a long and happy life. Unions, uh, companies can't retaliate on you because you're union protected. And that's what I noticed here. So that was just a little introduction to just some stuff going on. But anyways, so I'm really big into our contract. All right, we have two different contracts for where we live. And I read through the book probably about three times, our, our contract book, our master freight and our supplemental, Southern supplemental. So I have a good grasp on the contract. Now we have two stewards at our terminal who are like heads of the, not heads of the union, but like heads at our terminal to represent the union, to represent the, the driver. And so if we ever have an issue with management, we don't go to management. We go to the steward first, then the steward goes to management, either with you or, or without you. That's, that's, how, that's how it works. It sounds like a little bit of like a pussy way out, but like it is what it is. It's kind of awesome. So if you are shy or embarrassed and you don't want to, you don't want to like go see management for whatever reason, you don't have to because the steward will take care of it for you. So, um, yeah. So sometimes you're not supposed to fight with another union brother, like fist fight, which we don't, but I'm not going to be stepped on either. There's some idiots who are in the union with us that have seniority on you and they act like they're your parent. And it, it's like the wildest, funniest thing. That's the only thing they got to be careful of with these unions are these people that think that seniority like pays out more. Like that's, they're, they're, they're idiots. And there's, there's one specific guy who I, who I work with that he constantly tries to flex his seniority. And you're just like, why? Like, okay. So like, for, for example, here's an example. I went, I went walking into the bathroom the one morning and I saw another driver in there 
who runs a flatbed. Um, we have three flatbeds at our terminal. And I go walking in, and I, we'll just call him John Doe. He walking in, and I was like, hey, morning, John. He's like, hey, Sam, how's it going? And I was like, pretty good. I was, I was like, how's the flatbed life out there? You know, making small talk at the urinals. And he's like, oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was like, is, is it still busy? And he's like, well, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's busy or not because, you know, I have enough seniority that even if it's slow, I'll still be on the flatbed no matter what. Okay. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. But see, like, that's the perfect example of, like, I didn't ask you that. I just asked if, like, the flatbed is, like, busy. Are you getting a lot of stops? Like, your seniority had nothing to do with anything. And he immediately flexed it just to make sure that I knew that he he was up there on the seniority pole. It's it's stupid. And usually it's these old-fashioned Teamsters that act like this, which I, I think is just immature. So there's another guy. He has only – he's only two guys in front of me. So he doesn't have mad seniority or, or anything. He has seniority on on – the one guy in front of me and me like and then everyone else below me because i have like five or six underneath me five or six drivers so he's gonna have like eight drivers underneath him and when you're on the same bid same start time for work that's when seniority sometimes does get exercised which is fine so for example if we all come into work i'm sorry if i'm boring you with this i just have to get to my story so we understand where i'm coming from so you all, you all come into work. Say they hand me a little short trailer and they hand this guy above me a long trailer. That guy above me can look at me and go, you know what? I actually want a short trailer. I don't want a long trailer. And they have to honor his seniority and we have to switch trailers. And that's completely fine. They are not allowed to look at the stops and try to see which one's the easier day and then switch based on how many stops everyone has. And a lot of drivers make that mistake, which it doesn't work like that. The contract specifically says you, you could switch out trailers for their size. You can't switch out manifest. So like if you have if you have a long trailer, like a 53-foot van, and you have one stop on there, but you see Sam has a little tiny pup trailer, you can't be like, how many stops does he have? Nope. You could – is that a cop? That's a cop. That's weird. You could you you could switch out and say I want a pup trailer, but then if you switch it out with a pup trailer, you might have twenty stops on that pup trailer. Where now I took your one stop van, you just screwed yourself. So it's stuff like that you got to be careful of um, when exercising your seniority. So this is why I'm saying this. Yesterday we'll also call this guy John Doe. Yet oh she's driving a weird pickup truck. Oh it's a cop thing. Orange County Corrections Community Resource Fair. Nice. Um, so, yesterday, uh, I came in. I got the little straight truck, which I actually ask them for a lot. Like, just put me in, put me in a straight truck because a lot of guys don't want it. But it's a little tiny straight truck. You have a lot of residential stops. Uh, you're you're not going to like warehouses. You're going to like people's houses. You're driving around neighborhoods. Sometimes I enjoy it. It's an automatic. No shifting gears. No worrying about a trailer. Like, just a little straight truck. So. I come in, I got the normal straight truck run. I had to go out uh, two hours to Vero Beach was, was my farthest stop. It was my first stop of the day. I had like 10 stops in there out there at the beach. And the guy above me, he got a long trailer with his normal run on it. So as we walk away, he goes, hey, he's, he's a Puerto Rican guy. Hey, Sam, hey, Sam, how many stops you got on there? I was like, why? Now remember, 
I, I don't take crap from nobody now. And there's like seven other guys standing there because we all just punched in. And this guy is very loud. What do you mean, why? I was like, why do you want to know? Well, because if you have less stops, I want to be done today at 5.30. So we could swap out. We could swap out trailers if you have less stops. I was like, I don't know. Why would I tell you? I don't want to swap out. He's like, you need to tell me. I was like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. And I was like, no, I don't. If you have a problem with it, I was like, go see our OM and tell them that you want a short trailer. He's like, no, 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 because what if I take it and, and your day is longer than mine? Oh, well. I said, if you want a shorter trailer, go see management, have them swap it out. No, 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 come on. You need to tell me how many stops you have. I was like, no, I don't. As per the contract, it's either you want a long or short trailer. And Austin, he like realized that he was like on a losing fight. And he comes over to me. He's like, come on, Sam. He's like, I'm not that guy that, that tries to flex seniority. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yes, you are. You constantly say it for no reason all the freaking time. It's highly annoying. He goes, I try to work with the driver so I don't see like an a-hole. A he's like, that's why I was asking you. Because then just between you and me, drivers, we could swap out trailers. Why would I do that? <laughs> like, like, you're only helping yourself. That's the only person that's helping is you. Whether you think you're not being an, an a-hole or not, you're only helping yourself and screwing me without management. So why would I help you screw me and then you look like, like a hero in the process? No, it's not gonna work like that. And I was like, buddy, I was like, if you have the seniority, which he does, I was like, flex it, who cares? Like, cause I was, I was trying to give it back to him. Like, don't, don't, be, don't be playing hero. And he's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't wanna come off to the guys like that. And I was like, so what what the guys think? I was like, flex your seniority, go up to the OM and swap out the trailers. Yeah, but Sam, just between you and me, drive us. You know how it is. I, I, I just want to get done early. So? Me too. And I was like, go flex your seniority, bro. No, no. I, I mean, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. And I was like, all right. Then don't be like trying to switch out without management and try to get more information from, from a driver. Okay, Sam. Okay. And like, see, like right there now, seven guys were all watching me. Now they all know that Sam ain't taking crap. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to play games. Like, I'm here to do my job, get what I have. I will honor the contract and the union, but don't try to do this pansy work around it and get one over on the guy underneath you. No, no, not playing that game. So, and it was funny because a junior guy, which is, well, that's what we call the guys underneath us. After I was done that, a junior guy comes over to me and he's like, hey, he goes, you know, you were wrong when you, when, when you were talking to John Doe. And like I said, there's something a lot of people know about me is when I really like something, I read a lot about it and I study it and I memorize it. Like when I still want to be a cop, I still want to be a cop. I read through the uh, crimes code book. I, I learned all the laws and regulations and restrictions. I, I, I want to be a traffic cop. That's what I'd love to do. Do the tickets, do the you're parking too far from a stop sign or not far enough. Don't park by the railroad tracks. Has my, like I, I'd be all about that. That's what I want to do. So I've studied the laws and stuff hardcore where because I like I, I enjoy it and I want to be confident in what I know so with this contract stuff I want to be confident in what, what I know so there's guys that have been in union for years and they will ask me questions because they already know that like I read a lot about it because I really enjoy the union and the contract and going by all the rules so <clears throat> this junior guy comes up to me. He's been in the union for 10 years, but not at our terminal. So he's underneath me because I was at our terminal longer than him. And he goes up to me and he's like, you know, you, you were wrong when you were talking to John Doe. 
And like, I kind of smirked because like, I'm trying not to be cocky about it. And I was like, oh, how so? And he's like, well, it doesn't go by short or long trailers. It does go by manifest. And dispatch is supposed to lay out all the trips. And the senior guy is supposed to pick his one. Then the next guy picks his one. The next guy picks his one. The next guy picks his one. And I said, where'd you work? And he's like, Detroit. And I was like, exactly. I was like, you were in a total different contract. You were also in a northern supplement contract. I was like, that's not how it works down here. I was like, if you want to, look it up in the contract, and you'll see where it says short or long trailers. That's the when you could flex your seniority, not off the manifests. And I was like, oh, really? Like, yeah. And I think to myself, like, shouldn't you have, like, found that out before you came to check me and say, you know, Sam, you're wrong on that. Like, you think you do a little more research? Because just like that cop in court a couple episodes back, I'll give you a little spanky spanky on your hiney. And like there's been times like if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to be confident and pretend I know the answer. I'll, I'll just say, hang on, I'll have to look it up or I'll call one of the stewards um, or I'll read it in, in the contract book. Like I'll let you know later, but I don't like right now, I don't, I'm, I'm not 100%. So it's funny, these, these guys come up to me not knowing to be like, yeah, Sam, you know you were wrong. And how'd that work out for you? Because now you look like an idiot. That's what happened there yesterday. Sorry to bore you on that. I also noticed something else I do. Driving tip 113. If you are ever parked on the shoulder, and you, and you know my things about that. If you break down on the shoulder of a highway or you think that a phone call is important, you park on the shoulder. I always say don't park on a shoulder. Try to park on an exit ramp to give yourself more space. And if you do have to park on the shoulder, try to go in the grass on the side of the shoulder so you're still farther away from the actual highway lane. But I, I, I noticed this yesterday. I don't know why. People will be parked on the shoulder doing their dumb stuff for whatever reason. And they could be broke down. But I noticed if you have to go pull out onto the highway, don't just pull out onto the highway like when you're ready. Like act like an airplane. When you're on the shoulder and you want to pull out, start driving down the shoulder with your blinker on and start maintaining and getting up to a good speed to then get over like an exit. I see so many cars will have their flashers on, on on the shoulder, and I'll be seeing them way up ahead. And also, I'll see like all of a sudden the flashers turn off, their left blinker turns on, and they'll just go, eh. Eh. like what are you like what are you doing? Because now all the cars are panicking, trying to get over and everything, because you just decided to pull out like an idiot. So just just keep that in mind, guys, because like that's a good way to get in a freaking accident. That's the exact exact way, or get an accident yourself, or an accident somewhere else. Or cause someone else to have an accident. That's what I meant to say. <sighs> I don't know. Lots going on. I, I am supposed to be putting my horn on my Civic. Um, I don't know if it's going to be this week or next weekend. Um, I'm taking that truck horn off because that just was a piece of junk. Did not work. I, it's It sucks. So I, did, I, got, I got another car horn that I think you guys might like. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, but it's like, all right, so the normal car horn supposedly is uh, 110 decibels. So the, the higher the number, the bigger the louder horn, the louder sound. 110 decibels in a normal car horn. So I found one for like 118 decibels. And I was like, well, it's a little louder. But then I found another one and it doesn't have a compressor or nothing. It's just like electric, hooks right into your freaking uh, car and everything with the wires. And this one is claiming to be 300. Claiming. It was two separate horns. Claiming to be 300. Which, 
I was thinking to myself, maybe they're claiming that each horn is 150 decibel. But if that's the case, that's still more than 110. So I bought those bad boys. So I'm going to, they're supposed to be waterproof and stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to end up taking my compressor truck horn out of the car since it broke. And I'm going to wire those, those in. So it should be, it should be pretty good. Um, it's actually funny. The, the notes I write down in my phone, like I, I write down a note and I'm like, I'm going to totally talk about this when I record my podcast. And then I have the note written down. And I'm like, why would I talk about that? Like, how do I even turn it to make a story out of it to make it interesting? <laughs> so, so for example, I, I, I wrote down what I passed the other day. I'm just going to tell you what I passed because I don't know why I wrote, I like wrote this down, but maybe because I'm making fun of an idiot truck driver because there's so many new trucks. There's such a truck driver shortage. There's so many guys getting pumped out through school. Like if anything, there should be a Roe versus Wade for truck drivers because there start there needs to be an abortion of these new drivers in our system. They shouldn't be be, be on the road. Like they should be taken out of the system. They should not be on the road. They're horrible, and they're just making everything worse. That's why you'll be on a three lane highway and you'll see a truck camping in the center lane, and everyone's passing him on the right and left because he's an idiot. Should have been aborted. <laughs> so <laughs> hot take. Um, so. I was coming around an exit curve, right? Merging onto I-4. I was, I was in my car. Came around the exit, and there was a tractor trailer there. Now, when a tractor trailer break, breaks down, you're supposed to put out three little orange triangles. They're supposed to be 100 feet, 200 feet, and I think 500 feet from, wait, maybe it's 50 feet, 500, and 1,000? No. I don't know now. I gotta, look, I gotta look that up on Google. You're supposed to have three, three triangles out. And this truck was broke down, did not have, no, he didn't have triangles out, but he did have his flashers on, but his hood was open on a tractor trailer. So, you know, he was broke down. He was barely on the shoulder. Like his truck was on that white line, which like you're, you're getting the chance of a tractor trailer coming around the exit and just whacking your mirror off. But. As he's sitting in his truck doing paperwork or whatever, he had his driver's door wide open. Now picture that. He's barely on the shoulder. He's on the white line and his driver's door is open. So he's taken out about three feet off that lane, the right lane. And like stuff like that, I just want another truck to come around the corner and just like rip his door off. Do you know how epic that would be? He would learn so fast for the rest of his driving career he would never leave his door open like that ever again. And sometimes I think like that's what it takes. That'd be a little spanky spanky on his hiney. He would, he, you got learned to die, boy! That's what that would be. Like I, I want something to happen to idiots like that. Why would you leave a driver's door open? Cars are ripping by you. If you were to step foot out of your truck, there's a car right there, like just ready to hit you. And you're gonna leave your driver's door open. Now, in a way, it could be smart because he's making everyone panic because they don't want to pass him too fast because his driver's door is open. Maybe his grandfather used to be a truck driver and he thinks like that's that's the way to go about it. I don't know. But but see how, how I, I wrote that in my notes to talk about? But like, what was, what was the purpose of that story? Just for me to make fun of him? <laughs> I don't know. I lost my train of thought because I wrote that down on like Monday. And today is Thursday. I legit yesterday almost saw like a total head-on collision right in front of me. And it was the stupidest, again, the stupidest thing 
that a person could possibly do. Like you could actually see it about to happen and then he freaking did it. And sorry if my background's a little more quieter. Um, I'm taking the motorcycle to work today. So I don't think I'm going to record in my car. I'm going to take the, the rain chance today. Take the bike. So I'm wrapping it up. Um, but anyways, so I'm coming out of Poinciana. I'm on a normal road. Like there's one lane on one side, one lane on the other side. And um, there's a double yellow line in the middle. As I'm coming, <clears throat> I'm following an SUV. And that SUV is riding the bumper of a car in front of him. Okay. So I'm just like watching it like, what a moron. As we're going, 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 we're coming up around a corner. And this SUV is on this car's bumper. And you can tell it's probably just some dumb kid on the car's bumper. So as we're going around a corner, a curve in the road, he decides to pass over the double yellow line. Not a passing zone. You can't even see that far ahead of you. Great time to pass, bro. He whips out into the other lane. And sure enough, a little white car comes around the corner and all hell broke loose. I see brake lights. I started braking, even though I was like a far back. You don't know what's going to happen. And the SUV stayed in the other lane, and the car that was coming swerved over, went into the shoulder, like fully bore into the shoulder. They hit like a big ditch because I saw their whole car go like, bam, bam, and like mud was flying in the air. Like their bumper like bottomed out on the shoulder, and they like swerved back, and like the SUV like gunned it and like took off. I couldn't even get a plate or nothing. Gone. But then like later on, I was at a streetlight, and that SUV was like, 15 cars in front of me and like i still couldn't see the plate but like where'd that get you bro like where did that get you nowhere you almost killed a little old lady over your incompetency i feel like i'm saying that wrong incompetency incompetency is it in- you're incompetent so you're incompetency yeah wild is these freaking people in florida guys it's nuts I don't know, like, what's going on in their brain. And, like, the weird thing about it is there's so many walks of life here. Is that to blame? Like, there's so many people from, like, Haiti or Brazil or Mexico or England or France. And they're all moving here. Is it because they're not used to driving here and, like, that's how their state drives? So you're taking every single state driver and putting them in the state of Florida. It's wild to me. And like, I almost think like, are they driving on the other side of the road? And that's why here they're just being a little more weird about it. Or are these kids being brought up wrong where they're being brought up by idiot parents who are then like teaching them how to drive? Like, yeah, we don't have time to sit behind us. Like, obviously that kid saw his parents pass a no passing zone at some point and thought it was completely fine. And speaking of like, Parents, you know who the biggest dorks are in Florida? Like, I see them, and I'm like, get over yourself. It's Disney pass holders. They all have the little sticker on their car. It's probably for parking or something, I would assume. But, like, you could be talking to them, and they'll just randomly bring it up. Like, you could be like, oh, you know, it could be your neighbor. You could be like, oh, where'd you guys go this past weekend? Oh, we hung around, you know. Sunday, we did go quickly to Disney because we're pass holders. We just quickly went that, like, it's like a weird flex, but okay. No one asked. Yet they feel the need to tell you. Oh, yeah, it's because we're Disney pass holders. Okay, cool. 
And it, it probably really is for the parking, but whenever I see those stickers on other cars, it better serve a purpose. Those stickers better freaking, or magnets better serve a purpose. If I find out that they don't, and all these cars are driving around with a Disney Pass holder on their back window or trunk or whatever, and here there's no reason for it, whew, they will then become supreme ultimate dorks of America instead of just Florida. But right now, I think it's for parking. But I was at a delivery yesterday, right? I was at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which I get excited going to those places because, like, you see a lot. Like, you see the handlers doing the animals. Like, because we're going in the back where service vehicles are only allowed. So we're seeing a lot of stuff that no one else sees. And uh, so I had to go to Disney Animal Kingdom, and I, I go there because, like, I'm trying to look it up on, like, satellite video because you don't know where you're going when you get to these places. If you Google map how to get to Disney Animal Kingdom, it'll show you how to get in there with a car because Google Maps thinks you are visiting. That's how they do it. And you can't Google Map uh, delivery for Disney Animal Kingdom. Where do I go? And there's all kinds of docks, trailers. Like you try to go like behind, but the property is so huge. It could be on the side. It could be in the front on a field. It could be a different location that services the animal kingdom. And then you, you factor in Universal, Disney, like all that. There's all different SeaWorld, all different. And um, so <clears throat> I, I actually – I screwed up on Disney Animal Kingdom. I actually have been there before. And I forgot how to get in there. So when I, when I satellite viewed it, I zoomed in on it on Google Maps, looked at all the buildings and everything. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go through the front, front gate, ask one of the ticket people. So, and I know like you got to take like the bus lane when you have a tractor trailer. So I go pulling it into the bus lane, the little uh, ticket girl, she comes out. She's like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I have a delivery. It's going to blah, 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 blah Avenue. And she's like, okay. Um, and she's like, you know, see, you see the gears turning. She goes, go ahead through. She goes, stay to your right, follow the road all the way around. She goes, your first right you come to, make a right onto that road. That is the road you need and follow that to the back of the building. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, sounds pretty easy. She's like, yeah. But then she goes, well, wait, 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 wait. And I'm looking at her and she has her hands on her mouth. She's like, um, you know what? Just go ahead. Follow the road to your right. Take your first right. And I was like, Okay. So I, I go through, I go around the parking lot, I'm going, going. I come up to a little lady by an umbrella, like directing cars, and she sees me coming. So like I waved to her, she waved to me. I get here to go through, I'm looking for this first right. I see it, totally blocked off by cones and a road closed sign. Now I was just told by a worker, that's where you're supposed to go. So do they have the road closed so people visiting Animal Kingdom don't go down to the back of the road? Or is this road closed for an ultimate reason? <clears throat> I was instructed to go there. That's where I was instructed to go, make the first right. There's the first right, bunch of cones, road closed. So I'm sitting there like debating it. And I'm like, this is where I was told to go. It's probably closed because of people. And this happens all the time with truck drivers. It's probably closed because they don't want people turning in there randomly and going to the back of the building when they're trying to go to Animal Kingdom. So I got out of my truck. I moved two cones. And I swung in there and I started driving back. I drove right up to a completely closed and locked gate. Right up to it. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? There's nobody working there. There's no guard check. There's no security. Nothing. <clears throat> I'm just staring at this closed gate. <clears throat> Great job. So I put the truck in reverse. I started backing out. Now I have to back out into the busy parking lot that's getting packed out to the kazoo. So I backed all the way out. And 
um, back down the street, turned around, and then I Google mapped it again, and I was like, all right, you know what? It also clicked with me. I was like, I got to go to the back of the building. So I go all the way around. <clears throat> Took me about 15 minutes to get back to the back of the building now, going out of the parking lot, back to the main road. Then you got to make a couple lefts at a street light to go to the back, and that's where I found the, the security gate. So that girl like, had no idea. Like, why don't you ask somebody or, or call somebody? Why are you just sending me places after your own hunch? And judging when she was like, wait, 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 hmm, that means that she must have been like, wait a minute, is that road closed? And she was like, you know what? Screw it. Just go. That's what happened there. So annoying. Mm-hmm. And then I pull up to it to the gate, and the animal kingdom. <clears throat> wow, really? Yeah, I'm thinking five hour energy right now. The animal kingdom gate is a double, a double sided gate, like big gate that drops down, and it is like highly fortified and structured. Like you can't run a car through there, which makes you wonder why. Like, are they trying to? get ready for PETA or something to come in and, like, try to drive through it. Like, these two gates were, like, Jurassic Park. It was really, really weird. So I can pull one up. Really cool kid. Um, shout out to that Disney kid. <laughs> he comes over. He's like, what's up, bro? And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, what are you looking for? And I told him the address, blah, 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 blah. And these are weird addresses. Like, you'll have 1550 West Savannah Circle. Dak Trailer 641. That's the address you'll have to visit at Disney. You can't Google map that. You know? You have to be familiar with the area, I guess. So I told him the address. Mm. Uh, my last five hour. So, not my last one, the last step. Uh, so I told him. And he's like, all right. He goes, I think you come through the gate. You make a right. And he's like, hmm. So I'm looking at him. And I'm judging what I just went through. And I'm like, bro, if you're not sure, I was like, can you call someone? I was like, because I just talked to a girl over at the air gate. She sent me on a wild goose chase all around the park because she didn't know where I was going. I went down a closed road and like, and like we started laughing. I was being a little like funny about it. And he's like, hang on. So he checks his Google Maps. And he's like, well, all those fails, you check Google Maps. I was like, yeah, but I was like, Disney probably blocks some areas on here. That's why I, you can't find a way to get back here. And he's like, they actually do. I was like, yeah, see, figured. So he goes, yeah, yeah, you make a right and go all the way down. I said, okay. So long story short, I, uh, he, goes, he goes, oh, I just need to look in the back of your trailer. I'm sure there's nothing going on. So I was like, all right. So I opened the back of the trailer, showed him. And he's like, all right, and I need your, your ID. So I showed him my, my driver's ID. Remember, I don't show my driver's license to people. It's none of their business. They are only security. And you have the right when you work for a company to not show your driver's license. You do not need to show your driver's license. That's why your company has to supply you with a company ID. No one can force you to show your personal identification. Remember that unless they're the police. So <clears throat> I fight with people all the time because these, these new security people at these developments, they are told by their security, yeah, just get everyone's identification. They're not, they're not being told like, yeah, driver's license, company. So like they're trying to do their job. I'll pull up and it's like, all right, who are you visiting? And I'll be like, oh, I'm visiting so-and-so down here, Priscilla, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, all right, I just need your ID. And I'll show them my company ID. And they're like, no, 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 I need your driver's license. And I'm like, yeah, you're not getting that, bro. And they're always like, uh, you need to give it to me. I was like, no, I do not. Company ID was already good. I was like, this is what you need to take. And they're like, well, let me call my boss or, or I've gotten turned around. Well, if you're not going to give me your uh, driver's license, I can't let, let you in, man. And I'm like, that's cool with me. I was like, uh, open your gate. I'll spin a U-turn and I'll leave. And then I call my, my terminal and I'm like, yeah, they wanted my driver's license. I'm not showing it. And the terminal's like, okay, okay, all right. 
So that Disney kid asked me, he, he goes, do you have your ID? So I, I showed him my company ID. And, and he's like, no, do you have a driver's license? And I was like, I'm not showing you that, bro. And he's like, why, why not? I was like, because I don't need to. My company ID is good enough. And he's like, well, I don't need your driver's license. I just need to make sure you have one on you to show that you could drive on our um, roads. Which I was like, hmm, that's actually pretty good. So I said, so you're not going to touch it or nothing? And he's like, no, not at all. So I pulled up my, my wallet and I was like, see? And he's like, Sam Smith. He's like, cool, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome. And that was it. That I don't have a problem with. And Florida also has a law that they cannot scan your license. And you could tell them, do not scan your license. And if they scan it, you could sue them. It's like something wild with that. But I don't know. I was at this delivery yesterday. And I hate when these people act like they're doing you a favor. Like you're not. I could care less. I showed up to this one place. Uh, they make like ammunition and stuff. Uh, I'm not going to say the name, but so I, so I show up this place and the guy there secure, uh, receiving is open till three. So I can pull it up at two twenty five. Okay. We have 35 minutes till closing. I can pull it up and he goes, uh, I, I can walk it in. I'm like, what's up, bro? And he's like, you're pushing it pretty close. And I said, Why? And he goes, well, he, he goes, because I leave at 3, I don't let anybody else come through the gate at 2.30. Like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes what is it, right now, 2.27. And he's like, uh, all right, I'll, I'll let you in. And like, I refuse to be like, oh, thank you. So I'm just like, well, you don't have to. And then, and then they're like, well, well no, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you in. And I'm like, nah, bro, if, like, if you're leaving, don't let me in at all. Because I can't wait to call my company and say they decided to close early. Because then they call his company and they're like, yeah, he wouldn't let him in because it closed early. And that company goes, how? He works till three. So then the, the, they uh, panic when you start fighting with them to be like, nah, bro, it's fine. No, you got to leave. You got to leave. You have a job to do, man. So then he gets all like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll take it. We'll take it. Go ahead. And they start like, this, like pushing you through, through the system. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. I will not. I will not say thank you for that. Get out of here. Not to, I'm, I'm not thanking you for you doing your job. Um, you doing your job and acting like a hero. Oh, man. There was a kid. Ah! There was a kid when I was driving to work in the car. And we all merged onto the turnpike together. Then when I merge onto the turnpike, if there's no reason for me to merge over, I don't merge over to the passing lane yet until I notice that I'm going to pass somebody. So a lot of people make that mistake, and I've talked about it before, where everyone merges onto the turnpike, and you'll have the 10 cars in front of you zip over to the passing lane, and the normal right lane is completely clear, and I'll blow all, all their doors in on the right. It's wild. So I'm behind this car, and immediately everyone gets over to the left lane. And I'm in the right lane, so I'm going. I'm gaining speed, gaining speed, gaining speed. And I can see a, a track trailer's up there, and I'm coming up on it. So I'm like, all right. So I get over now. I get over behind this car. Speed limit's 70. Car's going 62. So I'm behind this car, and we, we pass the tractor trailer. And I'm waiting. You know, give the car some time to get over. And no blinker, no nothing. He's not getting over. So I was like, okay. I had a huge gap on the right-hand side. So... 
I went over to the right. And remember how I said I always look to see if they look as stupid as they drive. So I got over the right lane. And as I'm passing him, I, I look over. And as I am coming up on him to pass, like I am back by the trunk of his car. This, this kid, this black kid, he does a full body turn to watch me pass him. It was like weird. Because I was already like, I already had my head cocked to like 11 o'clock because I'm like coming up on him. And he does a full shoulder turn and looks out his passenger side at me coming up on the side of him. So I'm like staring at him back because I have tinted windows. He didn't. So I'm like, what are you even freaking looking at? So I just watched him and he stared at me as, as I just, I didn't I blow his doors in. I just passed him at like 75. He's on 62. Passed him. And then I stayed in the right, in the right lane. He stayed in the left lane. But now I'm going like 75-ish maybe 80-ish, and now he's in the left lane going my same speed. I still passed him. I could still get over, but he's back there. And again, you were going 62, holding all these cars back. You did a full 360, 180, went out to go past you, and now you decided to speed up. Good one, bro. So I, I kept going, and then I got in the left lane, which now he's behind me, and now he's like on my bumper. So again, good one. Like, it makes you want to break check the crap out of these people, but you realize they probably have no car insurance. And it, you, you would break check them, you'd get smashed, and then they would just drive away, and you'd be left there with trying to get a rental. Like, because there's so many cars driving around Florida that are smashed. I don't know how they're driving, and they're not getting pulled over. I saw a red car. I don't know if it was it on my Instagram story. I saw a red car. It must have got rear ended by a tractor trailer. The whole trunk and everything was pushed into the back seat. No taillights. It was blown out. However, he was driving down like the highway. And see, that's the prime example of they had the bare minimum insurance or no insurance where they can't even get it fixed. Like the car is totaled. There's, like, there's frame, frame damage. And there he goes, driving down the turnpike. I'll see cars that have rear-ended somebody and their hood is so jammed up like, they have to look over their jammed-up hood to see the road. That's wild. People here, they're so stupid. They are, the, they are the dumbest people I've ever met. And it's weird because they're always from different walks of life. Which then, it's not a racism thing, but it could totally make people racist. Because they could see all different cultures... And just be like, I don't really have this problem with all, all um, Americans. You know what I mean? So it's wild. It's just it, all these walks of life. Crazy. And now, Florida is the number third state. Oh, no, that's child trafficking. I saw, I saw that the other day. That's scary. I saw a printout of the child trafficking areas. You should have seen Orlando lit up. Um, they're saying they're having a problem with kids being left in, in the hot cars. And again, that blows my mind. Kids being left in hot cars. How do you take your kids somewhere and forget about them in the car? You know what makes me think you're, like you're a shitty parent that probably doesn't have your kid all the time anyways. So when you do, you're carrying on with your normal life and forgetting they're in the car. I feel like that's what it is. Because a normal parent that has their kids with them 24-7, they are so used and in the habitual form to always check their, like, always get their kid out. Like, it's just, it's normal. 
when they're by yourself, you're, you're like, oh, I got to get my kid. Oh, <laughs> I left them at the babysitters. That's, that's right. You know, that's how, that's how, how habitual it is. I love that word. Habitual. So these, these people that are leaving their kids in the hot cars, I feel like they don't have their kids in there, whether it's custody battle or um, CPS battle. They don't have their kids. They're constantly by themselves. So when they do, when they go to Publix or Walmart, they forget because they're in their own little world of, I got to get out, get the shopping cart. They don't even picture their, their kid in the scenario until they come out. They're like, oh shit, my kid's here. I feel like that's how that happens. So they said like, you know, again, be, be mindful of, of your kids' hot cars. And it's, it's always funny to me too when they say like, put something important in the backseat, like a shoe or something. <sighs> Do you realize that phrase? Put something important in the backseat, like a shoe, to remember to get your kid out. Put something important in the back seat. As if your kid's not important enough. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, jeez, guys. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. <clears throat> there was something else I want to say, and I, I wrote it down here somewhere. I'm trying to look now. Um, how much time do I have left? I have nine. Uh, I got to leave for work soon. <sighs> Dumbest people live here in Florida. All right. That's all she wrote. Thanks for tuning in to the Bozo Buzz, everybody. This was episode seven. <clears throat> Say seven like croissant. Seven. And uh, tune back in for episode eight. Be coming out next weekend. Have a great weekend. Have a great fourth, everybody.